Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Don't wait. City Motors Hyundai has the perfect SUV in stock and ready for you. Welcome to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track. 30 degrees, sunny, another glorious day in Wollongong. Oh, how we wish. Instead, it is wet, it is cold, it is windy, but there are still some hardy souls heading out to play golf. We are broadcasting from the Wollongong Golf Club, the 19th to be precise, right beside the practice greens. As you heard, this is Saturdays in the Gong. We hope you're listening through 1575 Illawarra or the SEN app. Great to have you with us again for a show that celebrates sport but celebrates all parts of life in this great region that is the Illawarra centering on Wollongong. I'm Matt Russell. Good morning, everybody. Not joined by Matt Campbell this morning. He'll be along a little later. But firstly, it's a very good morning to Illawarra Mercury Sports Editor Tim Barrow. How are you, mate? Good morning, Matt, and good morning, Illawarra. Yeah, I never thought I'd see myself suiting up coming off the bench to uh, replace Matt Campbell, but here we are. How's your three-point shot? I used to, as a kid, get around doing the old Shane Hill, uh, you know, up-over-the-head shot. Yeah. It was a pretty ugly look, but... That was about as far as my basketball career got. Heel and Campbell went at it often, so I don't know so, whether Maddie will be too happy to know that you were modelling your game on Shane Heel. Just speaking to some of the golfers, they said that you can tell the blokes who don't want to go home to their wives, they're out playing still because terrible conditions, but it's good to see some people still using this magnificent course. Oh, braver men than me on the tee out there today. My, uh, my slice would certainly be playing up. Now, over the next couple of hours, we'll check in with Matt Campbell, who's in Canberra. He'll give us a, a weather report from the capital. Very cold, I imagine. Also, we'll set the scene for tonight's Blitz game, NBL Blitz game at Wynn Stadium, the Sand Pit. It is Hawks and Kings going out at the rivalry, the pre-season rivalry to bubble over and some very special guests not far away on that front. We're going to check in with jockey Brock Ryan who collected the million dollar tab gong last week as the local rider in the race. It was a fantastic performance and we thought we'd have to follow up with him after his prediction last week turned out to be spot on. Uh, John Dorohy, who hopes to be Lord Mayor in no time at all. The first man to lead the Inawara Steelers onto a premiership oval back in 1982 will join us. Luke Wilkshire has plenty of football to talk about. There's all the regular segments. Matt's mock, Matt's miscellaneous matter. We'll speak with uh, members of the Illawarra real estate fraternity and a whole lot more. But firstly, just a little bit of news from overnight. Western United 1-0 over Perth in the A-League in the cricket. New Zealand, none for 129 in response to India's first innings total of 345 in their first test. And in the basketball, 
the NBL Blitz overnight. Tasmania over Cairns, 83-68. Josh Medjet, 26 points, 6 assists. And Adelaide, too good for Perth, 97-93. It continues tonight in Wollongong, where the Hawks host the Sydney Kings. And I thought our first guest for the first half hour should be a man who represents this game perfectly, having been an Illawarra basketball product Climbing all the way to the Boomers. Now he plays for the Sydney Kings. That's just a part of the story because he's overcome some injury setbacks. It's a great story of persistence, perseverance, professionalism. Angus Glover, welcome to Saturdays in the Gong. Thanks for having me, guys. Really appreciate it. Most importantly, given we are broadcasting from Wollongong Golf Club, how's your swing? Do you play? Yeah, I do play a fair bit. Um, haven't played this uh, past lockdown. Um, just uh, because obviously I, I moved uh, places up in Sydney. Um, so I kept the uh, golf clubs down here with mum and dad. But um, yeah, dad's been swinging a lot more than I have. <laughs> so um, I definitely have to pick the clubs back up. Are you the best golfer in the Kings setup? Oh, I mean, we've got some guys that love going for a hit. So I don't know, but um, I would have to put, I mean, Chase definitely our head coach um, is definitely uh, the best golfer, I'd, I'd say. Um, and then by players, I mean, it just drops off a lot after that. Everyone, everyone's basically pretty, pretty bad, I think. And the other hard-hitting question of the morning, given we broadcast here, Wollongong Golf Club, outside the 19th, we get here at 7.30am to, to set up, and they're often members of the playing fraternity, but also just Illawarra locals having a schooner or three at 7.30am. Do you partake in 7.30 schooners, Angus Glover? Most definitely not. <laughs> it's a I'm, long day. I'm normally a coffee guy. Yeah, it's a very long day when, uh, when you're charging off that early. What about tonight, though? Obviously, um, you know, up with the Kings set up, but coming back down here to play, is a, I know it's only pre-season, but is there a bit of extra feel in it when, when you get the opportunity to, to play the Hawks and, and come back home? Yeah, there's always a bit of extra feel. I think that rivalry has been pretty well documented over the years, and... Um, obviously with uh, Xavier Cooks and myself uh, being local juniors here and going up the road to, to play for Sydney, um, I think it's going to be, uh, it's, it's, it is a pre-season game at the end of the day, but there's always going to be a bit more um, in it, uh, I think, because the rivalry, um, whether it's pre-season, the final series or a regular season game is always going to be the exact same feel um, out there on the court. I remember uh, Kevin Wish famously saying, I'd boo me too, when he uh, <laughs> moved from the Hawks to the Kings. What sort of uh, reception do you feel like you'll get tonight? I actually have no idea. Um, i got a lot of friends and family in the crowd tonight, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm hoping to, to be welcomed back, but, no, we'll see. I mean, um, my job at the end of the day is just to go out there and play the game of basketball. So uh, whether I'm booed, cheered, whatever it is, I'll take it on the chin and pl go play. Taking a deep dive with Angus Glover, we have to touch on your journey, and your journey has involved uh, significant knee injuries, three knee reconstructions, and then another, another scare uh, about 10 months ago. I know that you don't want the knee injuries to define Angus Glover and Angus Glover's career, but to overcome those three injuries, then have this scare 10 months ago, it was a pretty dark time for you at the moment, wasn't it? Yeah, it was pretty dark. Um, obviously, it's pretty well documented what I've been through, but, um, yeah, I think... Um just being able to overcome that and be able to come back and um, play well. And, um, yeah, it's, I mean, words can't really describe how, how excited I was to play in the Blitz and, and all that and be able to get back on court. And, um, unfortunately, COVID um, took, a, took a toll. I was meant to play in the Waratah League um, for Sutherland Sharks. Um, literally, the weekend COVID started in New South Wales and we got put into lockdown. Um, so I was meant to play... 
four or five months ago, and that's been pushed back to, to last week. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of emotions last week, and, yeah, now I can put that all back behind me. Three knee recos into a small fracture of the knee that was the, the fourth and most recent setback. One element of the story I love is that what part of Dad's Achilles or, or hamstring, hamstring hamstring has been put into your knee to, to help recovery. Can you tell us about that? <laughs> yeah, so on my third reconstruction, um, I actually did the retour that um, knee um, during rehab of the second one. Um, so what happened was that one took a fair bit of time to actually work out what to do with the surgery and all that because obviously I've used both my hamstrings. Um, the new surgeon I saw had a different um, screw, so some surgeons use a bigger screw, some surgeons use a smaller screw. Um, so we found out uh, basically we had to go in, take everything out, um, and they call it, the surgeons call it toothpaste, but it's artificial bone. Um, chuck that in those holes, let that heal for six months or so. Um, get, in, get an x-ray to see if the bone's fully healed and, and then, yeah, go in um, to have surgery with Dad and Dad's had a 20-minute operation and, and then, yeah, waking up with him in the recovery ward was pretty funny, to be honest. Dad, Dad gets an upgrade of the Christmas present this year, surely. <laughs> yeah, well, he always does every year. He holds that to me every year. So, um, but, yeah, no, it's, um, obviously it's incredibly kind of him to do that. I think any, any father would um, do that to their kid if if um, the opportunity arose. So, um, yeah, I don't think he's, he's going to be running any time soon, though. He still doesn't do his, his uh, hamstring exercises he's meant to. <laughs> well, I remember bumping into your mum and dad at your boomer's debut. They were very proud and excited parents. I think dad joked that, hey, I'm a boomer. My hamstring is playing for Australia. I'm a boomer now. Uh, so I thought that was a nice element to it. Let's leave your knee setbacks there because from here on, it's going to be plain sailing. No more injuries in the career of Angus Glover. And it could be a long career. At 23 years of age, you've got a long, long time ahead of you. The comeback game uh, during this NBL Blitz, 25 minutes against South East Melbourne and a very, very solid eight points, seven rebounds, couple of assists. I know the Kings were beaten, but personally, was that above what you hoped to do first game back? Yeah, to be honest, I thought I was going to probably um, lay an egg, um, to be honest. And like that was a pretty nerve-wracking day for me because knowing I was getting the, the starting spot and that was my first game in, in 10, 10 months or so, it was, yeah, pretty, pretty daunting, to be honest. But, um, yeah, just to, I mean, to go out and play the way I played and um, it is what it is at the end of the day. It's, um, I've got to put all those injuries behind me and obviously I did that pretty well and, um, yeah, just want to keep playing more and more now. Well, you have been. You've been playing, as I mentioned, about 25 minutes in these pre-season blitz games. To set up Tim's question to you, I'll just go on with what Angus has done over the next couple of blitz games. So against Melbourne, 18 points on 6 of 10 shooting, 7 rebounds and an assist. Uh, then on to New Zealand, again, 6 of 10 from the field, 15 points, a uh, couple of rebounds. We'll ignore the foul out. That happened late. But, <laughs> but rock-solid numbers, big playing minutes, Tim, back bigger and better than ever, the bloke sitting between us. Yeah, absolutely, and it's great to see, as you said, going through the COVID period and your previous setbacks, it must be a real fresh start for you, and I guess you've seen the success the Boomers had had at the Olympics, and you know, you'd love to be part of that, that set-up at some stage going forward again. Yeah, for sure. I think having a taste of that at the Asia Cup qualifiers, um, however many years ago, two years ago now, right? Um, yeah, so um, having that little taste of experience there, and and uh, playing at a junior level uh, for Australia is just, I mean, everyone dreams of doing that, but to be able to do that at an Olympic Games or a World Championships um, for the Boomers would be unbelievable. So, um, yeah, just got to keep putting in the work and hopefully one day um, I'll be able to get there. 
the opposition coach tonight just happens to be in charge of the Boomers. Has he given you any direction? I know there might be private conversations, but has he told you what he wants to see from you in the next few months to come into calculations for the next Boomers qualification games? Um, not really. Um, we did have a chat in Melbourne um, just based on how good it was to see me on the court, basically, and um, just asking how, how I'm feeling and stuff like that. So um, other than that, just, um, yeah, he hasn't spoken to me about that stuff yet, but I'm sure... Um, that might come later down the line, but at the end of the day, my sole focus is trying to win a championship for the Sydney Kings, so um, success comes from, from team success and stuff like that, but my, my main priority right now is to obviously win, win a championship with the Kings. And your partner Kira's at the, the Flames? Yeah, yeah, so um, she, this is her second year with uh, the Flames, and, and uh, we've been together for five years now, but um, we've had a lot of long distance during that time, so it's been a bit, um, a bit hard, but um, yeah, it's nice to finally put that behind us and live together and um, yeah I mean even last year playing in Sydney she was only with me for six months six uh, weeks because of um, they went to the uh, the hub up in North Queensland so yep. um, yeah it's just nice to nice to know that I can come home and and uh, get to spend some time with um, Kira. We've got a break just around the corner, but Angus, you're going to stay with us because we want to go wider than just your story. Let's talk more about the Sydney Kings. I love the slogan, one club two teams as is the case with you and Kira two teams but performing with the one club plus we'll get your thoughts on the league as a whole Sydney's first game against Melbourne the Hawks and a whole lot more because as we mentioned tonight it's the Kings and the Hawks here in Wollongong at the Sandpit a break then we're back with more with Angus Glover don't wait City Motors Hyundai has the perfect SUV in stock and ready for you you're listening to Saturdays in the Gong on SEN Track Yes, Saturday's in the gong on a wet, windy and cold Saturday. You're listening through 1575 Illawarra or through the SEN app. Great to have you with us. We are here thanks to Hyundai. Hyundai's largest and most spacious SUV has arrived. Test drive the Palisade at City Motors, Hyundai, Flinders Street, Wollongong. Matt Russell alongside Tim Burrow, joined by Sydney King, Angus Glover, a former Illawarra Hawk. He's a Wollongong boy through and through, but representing... The Sydney Siders tonight when the Kings do battle with the Hawks as the pre-season NBL Blitz continues. Angus, you were saying you never drink coffee on game day. I know athletes that pile in the coffee on game day. Why is that? Why do you go the other way? Um, I don't know why. It's a bit of a weird superstition, but um, yeah, I'll take some caffeine before the game. But yeah, during the day, I'll try not to touch coffee and... Um yeah, I like to have a little afternoon nap, so okay. otherwise I won't be able to nap. So You know we're talking to you right through until tip-off, so there'll be no naps that's today. A, that's okay. <laughs> I'm sure there's some high-performance uh, people at the King saying, good not drinking coffee on game day, dehydrates you. So I'm sure that ticks a box somewhere. Now, apart from basketball, uh, you've been a talented sportsman across numerous codes. What are some of the other endeavours that could have taken Angus Glover's talent if basketball hadn't? Um, I played AFL growing up as a kid, um, actually almost... During my two-year layoff with the with um, the third reconstruction, actually almost chose AFL halfway through. That might have only lasted a couple of days, but um, yeah, almost chose AFL um, after that. And played cricket growing up um, for a fair bit, and then uh, little athletics as well. Come on, don't be modest. Little athletics. You were saying that you were the fourth-ranked ten-year-old <laughs> in Australia when it came to the hundred meters. That's pretty cool. Yeah, no, it was, uh, I took my athletics pretty seriously back then, but. Um, yeah, stopped, Who was ahead of yeah. you, do you know? Oh, I can't remember <laughs> now, but um, yeah, no, it, was, uh, yeah, it was pretty fun, to be honest. Where did you line up on an, on an AFL field if you were going to pursue it? Um, I like playing, well, I did play uh, 
centre half forward growing up as a kid. So um, yeah, that's probably where I would want to play if I was playing right now. To be honest, because you get to kick goals, you get to. The best thing about that to me is you get to kick goals, you get to run up and down the field a lot more and um, get involved. And um, yeah, I was a bit of like a, I was a bit of like a guy that would try and get behind the ball, even though I was playing centre half forward and try and push the ball forward as well because I had obviously some pace with me. Yeah, sprint training, I'm sure people can relate to that who know you and know basketball when they see you get downhill on the basketball court and the athleticism uh, that might partly come from the, the sprint training background. Just over updating the overnight blitz scores. Tasmania, 83 over Cairns, 68. So a tough pre-season for the Taipans continues. Good to see the Jack Jumpers get another victory in Adelaide, unbeaten still, 97-93. I don't know how much we read into the blitz when it comes to predicting the season as a whole, but what have you taken out of the Kings pre-season so far? Uh, I think it's been really positive for us. Um, obviously, we've got some injuries but um i think um that being our first game like everyone else um i think we've uh, built a foundation that we can really move forward with throughout the year and and continue to um just improve and obviously we've got one more tonight and then ready to go next week against melbourne united now we obviously don't want to blow the scouting report for tonight or going into the the season against <laughs> the hawks but obviously they've invested quite a bit in in the last year or two what, what do you make of their their roster yeah i mean they've got incredibly um incredibly good roster um, obviously and then you've, um, you've got three good imports and then you've got a, a boomer in uh, Duop Reith and then obviously Sam Froling coming off for most improved year um, so I think obviously they're very talented and I think they've actually gotten deeper than, la um, than, what, than what they were last year um, so obviously we're going to have a hands full but I think um, it's going to be a very very good game and a very close game tonight but um, yeah at the same time I think we just got to got to worry about ourselves and continue to build on what we want to build on ready to go for next week what about the coach? I'll ask you about a few Kings players moving forward, but the coach uh, is new. Chase Buford, um, what can you tell us about Chase? Oh, Chase is awesome. Um, definitely a player's coach. Um, what does that mean? What's a player's coach? Oh, I can give you an example. Like, for example, like just wants to hang out with his players all the time and, and really listens to them and wants to get to know the players on a personal level. Um, and then, uh, yeah, loves, like, I've never had a coach that wants to play video games with his players. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, that's really cool and wants to really hang out and get to know what we're about. And um, obviously, I think that definitely helps on the court as well. Um, so that's uh, very important. And yeah, it's been really, really fun working with Chase so far. And we talked about your on-field, uh, you know, on-court and your other sporting abilities. How, how is your video game capabilities? <laughs> um, yeah, not too bad. Not the best, but not too bad. I wouldn't say I'm the worst in the team, but I'm definitely not the best in the team. Um, but yeah, no, it's... Um, yeah, it's... Can't really. I don't want to say. I'm sure plenty of kids out there probably are thinking, "Oh, Fortnite and Warzone and all that kind of stuff." But now I'm a bit of a NBA kind of guy. Try, trying out the moves with the. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, now I'm a bit of a funny thing is like um, I don't play my my career at all. I play my team, so I like collecting cards and and all that. And um, yes, yeah, might be a bit weird, but that's just kind of what I like playing and um, getting to try and I like try and be the best. I uh, have the best cards in the game, which is obviously pretty hard, but, yeah, I find it fun. I couldn't turn the machine on, let alone play with my players or, or younger men <laughs> in my group, let alone chase it goes all right, does he, with the gaming? Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Um, yeah, he uh, plays with um, all of us and stuff like that, and, no, he's actually really, really good. Um, I think, um, obviously, the stereotypical way is kids and younger adults are probably better at video games, but he's actually pretty good, so, um, yeah. 
Great to be speaking with the Sydney Kings' Angus Glover, a Wollongong boy through and through, but playing with the Kings and engaged tonight, Sydney against Illawarra, as the pre-season blitz continues here at the Sandpit in Wollongong. During the week, I was watching NBL Overtime, and when it came to nominating their possible season MVPs, a man who got a real good mention was Xavier Cooks. Of course, another Wollongong product, his dad Eric, a long-time assistant at Illawarra. What sort of season do you predict from Xavier, Gus? Uh, yeah, Zave's going to have an amazing year, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, personally, I think he could win MVP as well. But um, obviously, you look at our team, we've got so many great players. Um, but yeah, Zave, I mean, look at how he's been performing so far in pre-season and how he's been going about it um, at training every day. Is Yeah, it's amazing to watch. And um, I think a lot of people, um, obviously, everyone know, knows what X can do. But I think, um, yeah, he's going to remind a lot of people exactly what he can do. He's um, in for a big, big year. Yeah, well, we'll see tonight maybe another indication of what sort of uh, season he's going to do, deliver, like you, on, on the road back from, from injury. So there's a real common theme between you and Xavier. Are you close? How, how do you get on? Yeah, pretty close. Um, obviously, last year, uh, the boys, whilst they were in the, uh, in the NBL Cup, sorry, um, we spent a fair few uh, car trips up to Sydney for, for rehab and, um, yeah, hung out a lot last year, obviously, because we were both injured. Um, did a lot of our rehab work together and and all that and um, yeah obviously I've known him since really under 12s really um, because uh, yeah really um, we never got to play with each other in, in representative basketball because he's three years older than me because you play either with someone one year above or one year below or the same age um, and then yeah school basketball got to got to actually play with him um, just before he went to college at Winthrop so um, that was a small little taste and now everyone gets to see um, a whole season hopefully of X and I playing together. Well, the Blitz, as I mentioned, continues tonight at the Sandpit in Wollongong. The Kings' first game of the championship, Sunday week. It's December 5, 3 p.m. Kudos Bank Arena. I'm sure there'll be plenty of people from Wollongong heading up to watch you, to watch Xavier, to watch the Sydney Kings. I reckon Julian O'Brien might be one of them, and he'll be along later to talk to us. When it comes to the season as a whole, or the competition as a whole, Melbourne, the defending champions, Perth, finalists for 35 straight years. The Illawarra Hawks, highly rated as well. Where, where do you see the Kings fitting in and, and what sides do you like on paper? Give us your thoughts. Or what can you say about the rest of the comp outside of Sydney? Um, yeah, I think, um, like, like you said, Illawarra is obviously deep and they made the playoffs last year and have Gorge as head coach, so can't, can't count um, any team that has Gorge as head coach out at all. Um, and then you look at Perth, I mean... Uh, 35 straight years um, and they've got Bryce Cotton so um, they're always going to be tough and um, yeah their fans over there are really really crazy like nuts um, so uh, yeah I'll probably cop that from them now saying that but it is what it is <laughs> um, and then uh, yeah I mean Melbourne you can't count them out either I mean the defending champs they want to win it again and and um, yeah I think South East have taken a bit of a jump as well I think I've gotten a little bit um, a little bit deeper as well but um, at the end of the day we just need to go out and I mean it's a really really tight league anyone can win on any mm. given night so um, I think I said it to you to you Tim off off, uh, off air is um, everyone says oh it's a marathon not a sprint but in our league it is a sprint um, you take one game off it can cost you a finals berth and um, yeah so I think uh, everyone's going to come out swinging next week in round one 
You said you might have upset Perth fans, Agus, as you well know. You haven't made it in basketball. You haven't commentated basketball or participated in basketball until you've copped it from the Red Army, until the jungle is upset with you. You haven't made it. So don't worry about that. You'll do that often over the next 10 years in the NBL, I'm sure. Thanks for joining us this morning to set the scene for a game tonight that we're really looking forward to, Illawarra Hawks, Sydney Kings. Uh, good luck. Good luck for the season to come. And given we're sitting beside the Illawarra Mercury sports editor right here, Tim Barrow, if this man has 20 points tonight on, say, 8 of 12 shooting and delivers a jam over the top of one of the Hawks, will you put him on the back of the Illawarra paper on Monday morning? Oh, look, we still count him very much as one of our own. As much as he's playing in purple up there, he's certainly still one of our favourites. And, uh, you know, we love his story and, and the way he's uh, back to... Back to his best this season, so you know we look forward to seeing what you, you're going to do on court this season. And well, let's, let's see what happens tonight. And I know it's pre-season, but there's always a bit of extra extra spice in a, a Hawks Kings derby. Angus Glover, enjoy tonight. Good luck with Sydney this season, and Wollongong will be very proud of you no matter what happens this season. Thanks for joining us on Saturdays in the Gong. No, thanks, guys. Really appreciate it. Stay with us. Time for the news, and then we're back with a successful young jockey, Brock Ryan. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So, we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.